Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, hi everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Friday. I can't shout too much today. My mum's asleep and I really don't want to wake her up. So no yelling from me. A lot of you will be pleased to hear. How are you? I hope you've all had an amazing week. I had a fun day of making an Easter bonnet today, right? But apparently that's not really a thing everywhere. Like my boyfriend's not really heard of the Easter bonnet thing. So let me know if this is a thing where you're from, right? But like when I was a kid, you have to like buy a hat and decorate it. And we just put like little chicks on it, put like <laughs> little mini Easter eggs on it and wear it to school. And, and someone would win. Never me. Shock, I never fucking won anything. <laughs> but uh, like the more people I talk to about it, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's Easter bonnet day. <laughs> Easter bonnet day, hun. So tomorrow I'm going to my niece and nephew's Easter bonnet parade. <laughs> I'm literally picturing like, like a Louis Vuitton catwalk. <laughs> you best believe my niece and nephew are winning. Okay, we made these hats that we put like green tissue paper all around like the, what's it called? Like the the edge of the hat. What's that called? I'm sure it has a name, like the lip. <laughs> and we covered the whole like round part, the part that goes around your head with cotton balls, like a bunny, put some bunny ears over it and put a face on it. And it's like a big bunny head on your head. Honestly, I would die. Like I would never be seen dead in that in school. I was like, put a fucking couple of chicks on it and call it day mum. But it's because that's what everyone else done. But my niece, she is like, everyone else, all they've got is little chicks, little eggs. I want something real, please, guys. I want a real project. She didn't make it. We made it. <laughs> You're meant to make it. <laughs> but we was like, we got this. While she was at school all day today, me and my sister <laughs> were breaking our backs out on the floor making these fucking Easter bonnets. <laughs> I wish I could show you a picture of it, but it's a podcast, so I can't. But it was very fun. I actually enjoyed it until the end. Mine was kind of shit compared to my sister's. It was fucking annoying. Like, we're making the same thing and hers is good and mine was kind of shit. But anyway, I hope you're all good. How are you? I love you. I miss you so much. How's my lisp sounding? I changed aligners to my next set of trays and I feel like my lisp is even worse. And also, it's like, I, I don't know, it's, it feels totally different in my mouth. So last night, I must have been like sticking my tongue right into the edge of the aligner because I've woke up a big ulcer on my tongue. Why is having an ulcer like the most irritating thing? I don't want to speak. I don't want to eat. Like, but I do do that thing, right? Anyone else like this? When I've got like an ulcer or any, anything like that, 
I like putting pain on it. Like I had salt and vinegar crisps earlier and you best believe I was literally burning my ulcer with the salt and vinegar crisp. And I remember like, as a kid, like when I had a wobbly tooth, I would just fuck about with it all day because it's like a pleasure pain. And is that normal? Not too sure. But like when something is like sore, like, but to be fair, one thing I won't do is I will not press a bruise. People do that apparently. Like when you got a bruise, you'll like press it. <clears throat> honestly bruises make you feel fucking sick i hate bruises they really cringe me out but people press them apparently that's a thing what the fuck anyway today's episode i put up a story on my instagram and said friday episode time like what should we do um and you guys sent in a load of options which i'm so grateful for thank you so much for all of your amazing ideas and i picked the two most popular ones which was a ask me anything and a never have i ever so i put on my stories in which one should we do and it was a split dead split of 50 50 vote exactly 50 50 so what i have decided is we'll do the ask me anything today because earlier the ask me anything was winning by one percent so i was like right okay that's what we're gonna do we'll do the ask me anything today and next week we'll do the would you rather so get up get thinking up of some amazing would you rathers i've got some really fucked up ones that i could just never do on the pod like me and my sister have quite a sick twisted sense of humor so like we will say them to each other but honestly if i said the things we say in private like the would you rathers on this podcast you'd actually think there's something wrong with me like you'd be like Leah how on earth do you expect me to choose out of either of those things but part of me is just dying to tell you all these would you rathers but you'd literally you'd probably think there's something immediately alarming about me and and my mental health (laughs) and you'd be correct but anyway (laughs) we're gonna do an ask me anything today so I popped up a story and I said, ask me anything, no limits. So I have screenshotted the most popular questions and some of my favorites. And yeah, I love you guys. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levain to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everyone. I love these little casual chats that we have. I feel like it's a really nice way for us to build on our friendship, you know. Let's just get a little bit closer, get to know each other just that little bit more, you know. So thank you so much to everyone that sent in questions. I'm really looking forward to having this chat with you all today. Is my lisp quite annoying to listen to? It's not really a lisp, but it's I don't sound the same. What I have discovered is I can do a gnarly scouse accent with my line is in for some reason like i'm just really fucking good at it ah my phone just gave me electric shock what the fuck mate is that alarming oh my god it just shot me in the leg anyway yeah so let's get into the questions thank you so much to everyone that sent them in kicking them off with this one what's your dream proposal if you want to get engaged one day now i don't really know because i feel like no matter what I think about in my head, I'm like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> so, um, my boyfriend's really got his workout out for him. But, you know, I don't know, because I don't want a restaurant proposal. It's just not for me personally. Like, I'd be like, get the fuck up now. Get the fuck up now. We're doing this again. We're doing this again. The others know. <laughs> you better be tying your fucking shoelace, darling. Because there should not be a ring coming out of your pocket any second. I'm telling you that now we're in a restaurant it's just not for me I don't want that sort of 
attention like I don't know it would cringe me out I think I'd be like oh really like you can't really think of anything else but then I think about like do I want something really private <laughs> I'm like well not really like I am a bit of a Leo do you know what I mean like what <laughs> there's no one around there's no one around <laughs> get the fuck up now he takes me to this beautiful beach totally private got the whole place kitted out candles everywhere beautiful sheet on the floor will you marry me written out in rose petals i'll literally be looking around like where where is everybody (laughs) (laughs) but when i say that like i I am kind of joking like part of me thinks that would be fucking amazing to be fair so if i (laughs) to pick I do think I would like it to be in private (laughs) I don't know why that's making me laugh so much I don't know basically you you won't be able to win maybe we could do this twice you know maybe we could do this again I'll act really surprised we'll do this again in front of all our friends and family and I'll act shocked no I don't know I think I'd love to be on holiday gorgeous and tan make sure I've got my nails done you know beautiful sunset beautiful dress on the beach so yeah I guess I do want it to be private and alone but (laughs) yeah yeah no no I think about it I would like it to be alone because then I think if people are there I'd probably be a bit like embarrassed I'd be like oh god (laughs) I'm gold (laughs) so yeah no I think about it that's what I would like please (laughs) okay which actually brings me on to my next question actually while I'm on that topic can you guys send me any of your engagement stories and pictures because I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for an engagement I won't lie they're all over my for you page because I'm constantly liking them and watching them to the end and then watching it again so please fire any engagement pictures my way because I do I do live for an engagement what would be your dream wedding now this is really tough for me because I really am not sure like obviously I'm a stage girl like I want to be on stage like so you'd think I'd want this big fuck off wedding and I think people would expect that from me as well but I don't think I would like I don't I really don't know I honestly I genuinely genuinely haven't thought about it and that is the truth like when I try and think about it there's so many things I think no like no and but then when I think, oh, it would be nice though, like the first dance, that would be nice. And then the other part of me is like, no, fucking first dance, like, what the fuck? Sidestep in. But then the other part of me would be like, five, six, seven, eight, and we'd come up with some fucking sick choreography, do you know what I mean? So honestly, my honest answer, haven't thought about it. What are your dream weddings? It's a tough one, because I would love a, a beach wedding, but then I think, <laughs> standing on my heels in the sand walking on the sand and hills I'm not wearing I'm not wearing barefoot have you seen my toes no there's a reason you haven't seen my toes but one thing I'm trying to do is embrace my toes they're not my favorite thing on my body but I am trying to embrace it because I am who I am I can't change my toes that's one thing you can't get done is that a thing can you get like you know you can get a nose job can you get a toe job because I'd be up for it if you can. Nah, who cares? It's fucking toes, do you know what I mean? So silly. Such a silly thing to be paranoid about. Anyway, how am I talking about my toes? I'm meant to be talking about wedding. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love a holiday wedding. But the the obvious issue with that is budget. Like, were you going to fly everyone out? No. And everyone going to pay you to come on holiday for your wedding? No. So you'd have to. You'd have to pay for it. So 
yeah, maybe I'll get married when I'm 50. <laughs> Save up, starting now. Okay, next question. Opinions on second chances in a relationship. So I am a firm believer of second chances. I'll be honest with you. So I don't believe in perfect people. I don't believe in perfect choices. I don't believe in being flawless. So I I will say that it obviously depends on what this person has fucking done to me before I decide I'm going to forgive them or give them a second chance. But yeah, on, on the most part, I do believe in second chances because... I've heard a billion success stories where it's like, yeah, you know, this did happen, but we got through it and we, that would never happen again. And I, I'm, I know that. So I don't know. It's a tough one. When it comes to like cheating and stuff, it's like, no, I, I can't forgive cheating. For me, no, I can't. But if it's like, you've really fucking let me down or really hurt me, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying like, yeah, I, I'm, I've already decided I'm going to forgive somebody if they ever fucked me over. But it's more like, the question is, do I believe in second chances? And and yeah, I do. I do believe in second chances. I've heard so many success stories. So that's what makes me believe in them. Your views on your boyfriend liking other girls' picks. I need advice. So I feel like I have mentioned this a few times, but you guys know the answer is I don't fucking like it, babe. <laughs> I don't like it. And I'll make that clear but to be fair, I've never been in that in that position and I've never been in a relationship where they're doing that. So yeah, I don't know. It, for me, it's like, what the fuck are you trying to get from this? Like, what is that other than a statement saying you're fit? Do you know what I mean? Like, I fancy you or you look sexy or I'm attracted to you. And fair enough, I'm not, I'm not you know, naive enough to think people aren't attractive you know, you can probably appreciate someone's good looking. That's absolutely fine. You don't need to make a statement and let them know and let everybody else know by liking the picture. That's just genuinely how I feel about it. But what I do think is there are so many people that have no issue with it. So my views on it is whatever your boundaries are um, and whatever makes you feel disrespected is totally situational and down to you as a couple and as an individual so me personally in my relationship no I don't like it but other people I totally totally see their point of view where they're like it's just Instagram it's not that deep so it's it is down to you and your boundaries I guess okay next question what do you want to have achieved in the next five years this is hard. This is really hard because if you'd asked me this five years ago, I would have said something very different to what I want for myself now. Do you know what I mean? So I think my main goal in life, not just for the next five years, is health and happiness and anything else is a bonus. And that's the truth. So you know, when I talk about it, it kind of sounds like I'm not very ambitious, but I'm very ambitious. But when I look at my future, I'm just so appreciative of being happy and healthy. So if I think about the next five years, if I'm happy and healthy and my family and the people I love and care about are happy and healthy, I'm fucking over the moon and winning. I can I can deal with it. Do you know what I mean? But all the other little things, I think I'd definitely like to be more financially fucking stable and financially make better decisions. <laughs> um have more independence and financially I mean because like I spoke about recently when I was at uni when I was young and 18 to 20 21 22 even I was just so dumb with money I didn't think about the future I got myself in a real mess like I wasn't like bloody 
come on, I'm not like in fucking debt or anything, but I didn't have any savings. I didn't think about my future. I just spent the, the money that I had and I didn't put anything away. So now it's more like, right, we, I can't live my life like that anymore. Like I'm 25 years old. Do you know what I mean, I've got a future to think about at this point in my life. So yeah, I think when it comes to the next five years, if I'm happy and healthy, I'm over the moon and winning life. Anything else I can deal with. But yeah, I'd like to be in a financial position to like have a house and think about a family one day. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to want to have my family within the next five years. Who knows? You literally never know. But um, to even be thinking about it and be in a position where I'm like, I can do this. Let's do this. That would be amazing. Um, To have amazing relationships with my family and my friends obviously in my relationship as well um and yeah for all of you to be happy and healthy as well that's my life goals <laughs> okay this one's a good one what are your opinions on married at first sight australia oh my goodness don't even get me bloody started so i it's really hard for me to talk about because i'm actually ahead so like I said recently, I've watched it on, on a website called Bflix. I had a few messages asking me how that's spelled. So it's literally the letter B, Flix, like the end of Netflix, B, Flix. I think it's dot .gg. You will get a load of pop-ups. Okay, you will. Just keep crossing them off. And then as soon as the video starts playing, the pop-ups stop. It's just getting to the video. It's, it's almost like an escape room trying to get to the video. So, But once you're in, you're in. Anyway, so I'm kind of ahead so I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil anything. And I don't know where you guys are up to. I think from talking to my sister, the Jesse and Claire, shit, shit, oh my God, situation. I mean, it is a situation to be fair. Situation has just come out where she kissed, what's his face? Adam. Um, and listen, I fucking love Jesse and Claire. I don't know if that's a popular opinion or not. I absolutely love Jesse and Claire. Um, I listened to Ella and Dom's podcast with Harrison and it was a massive eye opener, to be honest. Now, don't get me wrong. We have to take everything Harrison says with a pinch of salt because he could just be lying for his fucking teeth. Let's be honest. But his version of events is very different to what we see on the show and Ella and Dom actually back him up they're, they're not his biggest fans but they do back him up when they say this show is highly highly edited so what they are known to do and all of the cast speak out about them doing is they will take someone's reaction so just someone's face like let me give an example right say I'm on the show and someone says to me oh my god my husband told me that he doesn't fancy me last night and I would obviously pull a face like what a fucking dick like you can imagine my face what a fucking dick right and then they'll take that clip of me reacting to that and they'll put it to an hour later where a girl's just gone yeah I feel like me and my husband are really happy I think he's an amazing guy and then they'll put my reaction to a whole different conversation with a whole different girl in that clip in that moment so it looks like she's gone yeah we're really happy I think he's amazing and I've pulled a face it's like what a fucking load of shit do you know what I'm saying does that make any sense it's hard for me to give an example when you can't see my face but yeah they all back that up that that's what the editors of maths do 
And I don't know if you guys have heard, but some voice notes from Bronte came out where she, before she went on the show, she found out that Harrison was going on the show and she was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play this so hard. And she was like, I'm going to pull him to the side and just be like, look, we can be friends and we'll just put on an act for the cameras like she literally says, she knows Harrison's going on the show. She knows who she, who he is. She doesn't like him. And they're going to put on an act for the cameras. And apparently in this podcast with Dominella, Harrison said he, has n- he had no idea any of it was fake. He genuinely liked her. We have to just take it all over the pinch as well, remember. He genuinely liked her. And they manipulated how he came across because they like to create a villain in every show, which I will give him that they do um and yeah they took out any sort of context of Bronte being a bad girl like at all whatsoever um and they took out any content of Harrison being like a relatable funny down-to-earth nice guy and they told the story of their relationship through Bronte's eyes so whether that's true or not who fucking knows we will never know but it was interesting because now when I'm watching it I'm like it kind of makes sense like I don't know if it's come out yet I don't know if wait do you guys I don't know I don't want to spoil it I don't want to spoil it but if you guys don't know there's an issue about a phone number and Harrison and a phone number right and Bronte is like I don't care like I don't even care about that like I don't care and when you watch it now, you're like, maybe the reason you don't care is because it's all fake anyway. And like your relationship isn't even real because you would care. Like if you like that guy, you would care. Right. But I don't know if that's come out yet. So I don't want to speak in too much detail. <laughs> but I'm well into it. As you can see, I've gone steaming ahead on Flex, and I'm on episode 22, I think now. Um, I don't know what you guys are on, but I think maybe I'm like probably like seven episodes ahead or something. I'm not entirely sure, but I encourage you all to steam ahead because it gets so good. I genuinely think this might be my favorite season ever. I don't, I didn't think anything could top the season with Ines. You guys remember Ines, right? That was crazy. And then I didn't think anything could top, oh my God, I'm joking, I'm joking. And I didn't think anything could top the season with Dom. The la- I think it was the last one, the most recent Australian one, with Dom and Ella, who is the podcast I'm talking about. I think it's called You Can Sit With Us. Really, really good. Um, yeah, I didn't think anything could top that, but this is just drama. Left, right, and center. Left, right, and center. There is something new. Something gets resolved. Next episode, it's like, Jesus Christ give these people a break. So yeah, let me know all of your opinions. I go live on TikTok every now and then. And this seems to be our favorite topic on TikTok live. So if you ever catch me on TikTok live, let's talk about it. Okay, next question is any advice on starting a pod? So my biggest piece of advice to anyone starting any social media, let alone a podcast, but specifically a podcast is you have to make sure you're passionate about whatever it is you're talking about, whatever your niche is, even podcasts in general, like you have to be passionate about it because you're not good. Well, you might, you might, it does definitely happen, but there's a, there's a chance, there's a chance. I'm choking again. Sorry guys. I'm so annoying to listen to. There's a chance that you're not 
it's not going to blow up straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, there's a massive chance that it could. And, oh, my God, it'd be amazing if it does. But there's also a chance that it, it won't. And it's going to be a slow growth process. Um, and if you're not passionate about it, that will be really frustrating. And it will be like, fucking hell. Like, why is, why is why am I not getting all these numbers? And do you know what I mean? And why aren't enough people listening? But if you're passionate about it, those 50 listeners, 100 listeners... 5,000 listeners however quick or slow that grows they're going to mean a lot to you because you're doing it because you love it and the listeners are just like oh my god I can't believe people are actually listening do you know what I mean so if you're passionate about it you will have what it takes to just persevere and just be resilient and just keep going and keep going and keep going and put your heart and soul into it because also I think people people know when you're not when you're not really doing it because you love it I think people know that so yeah, that's probably my main piece of advice. Um, and get a good quality microphone for sure. Because I find it really annoying listening to a podcast like if if it's recorded on Zoom and one of the pe- one of the people doesn't have a microphone and it's like all echoey, like I can't listen to it for some reason. My brain can't process the words they're saying. I, I literally just can't bear it. It's really weird. But yeah, there's that one. I love you. And good luck. You have everything it takes. Send me a link to it. I'll, I promise I will definitely listen. Send me a link. Okay, next one. Tell us your cruise story time and why you didn't like it. I'm so interested. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so to anyone that doesn't know, I feel like I might have mentioned it before. I have, I worked on a cruise ship. Well, I didn't, but we'll get into it. So as you guys already know, I grew up doing musical theatre. That was literally my life and everything I did since I was a teenager. Um, And in 2019, I had an audition. I'm pretty sure I have told the in-depth story of my Royal Caribbean audition, right? 
but so I won't tell it again but basically I did an audition it was a few rounds long it was for it wasn't for a specific ship it was just for Royal Caribbean casting to sort of get on their books right and I was successful they literally told me on I think it was the third or fourth round of auditions they told me on the day they were like yeah they love you you're on the books I was like what I'm I'm going on a cruise ship I'm going on a cruise ship and let me tell you cruise ships pay very fucking nicely especially Royal Caribbean um so I was thinking oh my god finally I've sorted my bloody life out I mean this is this is the break I needed this is the opportunity I needed um I'd just been in London for two years well I was back and forth from London and home but I was spending summers in London doing shows unpaid like just literally doing it because I needed the experience and because I loved it and then this is the first professional job that I I booked and I was over the moon and so excited um single I was literally like this is perfect like I have no attachments at home I'm free I can run I can go the world's my oyster right and he said to me on the day we'll be in touch with you in two weeks with your ship like what ship you're going to be on and what your role is going to be and I was like gorgeous can't wait like I was I'll get bikini shopping I'll get bikini shopping and two weeks went by and I was like hmm like no one's reached out to me but I had this weird feeling in my gut where I was like I'm going like it was really weird because even on the last day of auditions I was like I know I'm getting this job I know and bearing in mind if anyone does musical theater you know you get a billion no's and one yes you're so you expect the no's you're so used to getting to get into the next round get into the next round recall after recall and then it's thank you that's all we need from you today and it's like it's very rare you actually can book a job it's, there's the competition's crazy but with this one I was like I just have this weird feeling like I know I'm getting this job and two weeks went by and I was like that's really weird like no one's reached out to me I haven't heard a single thing like when am I going on a ship babe yeah and anyway because I knew I was literally online shopping for summer clothes um bikinis whatever whatever I, I just was manifesting it I suppose when I look back and then it got to quite a while, I think. Actually, I think after the two weeks, I reached out. Yes, okay, I remember. I reached out, I sent an email and I said, hi, like somebody told me on the day that I was gonna hear two weeks later, like just check in, if there, is there something I need to do? Like, like what's happening basically? And he replied and he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I think he's told you the wrong information because we've had a lot of emails um, today saying the exact same thing. So basically, it doesn't mean you're guaranteed a place on a ship. It just means that you are on our books now. So when we're hiring, we're going to look at these books and pick someone from it. And I was like, right, okay, back to the fucking bar jobs I go then. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, I was living in London at this time. And because I just knew I was going to get it, I was like, I'm moving back to Somerset. Like I... I know I'm just going to be back home for a little bit. I know I'm going to hear hear from Royal like any day now. I just knew it was really weird. I just knew. And bear in mind, I'm very like, I'm not confident. I'd never been to drama school. And especially at this point in my career, I was so new to the audition world. But for some reason, there's something in my gut that I was like, I just know I'm going to get this job. And I moved home to Somerset and I was still buying my summer clothes, just relaxing, enjoying my life, knowing I'm going to get this opportunity, like relax. And I remember saying to my mum, I was like, it's really weird because I know I'm going to get it. And my mum was like, yeah, I, I know it. Like, I know it as well. I can just feel it that you're going to get it. And I was like, yeah, but it's really weird because I can see myself getting that 
news. You know, I can see myself hearing, you got the job. But I can't see myself, envision myself on a cruise ship, right? So we'll come back to that point. And at that time, my mum was like, oh, that's your imposter syndrome. Like, you're doubting yourself. And I was like, no, 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 it's not that. It's not that at all. Like, I just genuinely can't see it. I really can't imagine it. Like, for some reason, when I close my eyes and think about it, I can't see it. So, yeah. Um, And then it got to January and I got a call. No, it's actually an email. I got an email with a job offer. It was a ship called Brilliance of the Seas. It was lead vocalist, female lead vocalist. Um, nine months. You live in Miami for six weeks doing all your rehearsals at Royal Caribbean HQ. And then you get on your cruise ship and you sail around the world. My cruise was incredible, to be honest. Like, it was all around the Caribbean. Um I can't actually remember, but it was like a lot of some cruise ships is just like around Europe and stuff. But I was really like excited because mine was like, oh, my God, I'm going around the fucking Caribbean. Like, I'm going to swim with pigs in the Bahamas, honey. Yeah. And from there, it was like, OK, you need formal dresses. You need um, jazz shoes. You need a strapless nude bra. You need a strapless black bra. You need a nude thong. You need a black thong. You need they sent me a whole list of shopping that I need to do. Right. And bless my mum. She's like, right, okay. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get it, aren't we? And um, she helped me. And I'll forever be grateful for my mum. Like, she will just always make sure I've got what I need. If I'm in a situation where I can't afford it, she's always just like, let's do this, right? Because bearing in mind, I've been living in London, working a random shitty bar job, doing an unpaid show. Like, I was financially just scraping the barrel, right? Just trying to... Anyone trying to do musical theatre, you get what I mean, Yeah. So anyway, I get all the stuff I need and then the time's approaching and I'm getting anxious about it and I'm like, um, that's normal. I'm sure it's normal. I'm sure it's normal. And I got out there and I landed in Florida in Miami and I had this feeling of just like, this is not right for me. Like, it's so weird. I had this feeling of like, I don't, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm not looking forward to this I want to go home I want to go home and I hate that feeling of like I've signed a contract to say I belong on your ship I belong to you for the next nine months and that terrified me as I've said on this pod loads of times I'm such a home girl like I'm so needy with my mum like I always need my mum's support even just to know my mum's around it it takes anxiety away from me right yeah I'm 25 but anyway, so I was like, right, okay, just try not to overthink it. And I got picked up by my car at the airport. I got dropped at our apartments because all Royal Caribbean um, and Celebrity Cruise Line performers, we all live in this massive building together. Basically, It's not a massive building, it's just a big building of flats together. So we get there. I met Zane, who is my favorite human being on the planet still to this day like literally I love you Zane if you listen I love you so much and we all went to our um apartments and you get paired with your roommates and one of my roommates was this amazing girl who's from the UK and bearing in mind there was only two people that I met that were from the UK so I yeah I felt a bit <clears throat> sorry I felt a bit like just out of place like I just feel like oh god <laughs> what am I doing here and everyone's like oh my god where are you from it's like oh I'm from Wisconsin it's like oh my god I'm like yeah I'm from um 
Somerset, yeah, small town in Somerset. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> sorry about my voice, guys. Yeah, one of my flatmates was this amazing guy, and she's done cruises for ten years. And I was like, oh my god, like this is going to be amazing. She's done this for ten years. She must love it, you know. And there's another girl. There was another girl called Katie who, again, became like my best friend there. Like she was amazing. Anyway, the rehearsals start and the show was not my cup of tea like you guys if you follow me on tiktok you know i like to sing pop rock musicals like i like mean girls ren in the heights waitress like i like poppy musicals right and we were singing like broadway broadway everybody's happy like it was just not for me um and my choreographer scared the living shit out of me listen i i'm a singer that can move okay if you know you know and i had a solo where i had to learn choreography which is fine i've done choreography in every show i've ever done do you know what i mean teach me the choreography i'll get it but he was terrifying because there was like 10 dancers and four vocalists so we're made up of mostly dancers right and there's featured vocalists and lead vocalists two featured vocalists one girl one guy two lead vocalists one girl one guy and the lead vocalists are more of the singer dancers and the featured vocalists are more just like straight singers so for some reason i was hired as a fucking singer dancer someone tell me why i'm not sure maybe i just fucking smashed it in my audition who knows anyway and my choreographer just scared the life out of me to the point where i was in tears like it was a lot for me i was away from home i was really overwhelmed I didn't know if it was right for me. And then I've got this guy like screaming in my face. (coughs) Sorry about my coughing. Oh my God. Like telling me that I need to sing on the treadmill because like I'm just not fit enough to be dancing and singing. I was like, I've done this 50 times in a row. Obviously I'm out of breath. And I broke down in tears. And he just be like, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm not cut out for this. Like, and it made me doubt everything. And I was just like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And then it's crazy because then COVID came around, right? So as you can imagine, I'm not having the best time. I'm really enjoying the lifestyle. Listen, living in Miami was the best. It was fucking amazing. And Royal Caribbean, they really look after you. They really, really do. Like they're lovely. My choreographer? <clears throat> not sure. I mean, <coughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. All this coffee must be so annoying. He's very talented and very good at what he does we were just not compatible when it came to working together he he scared the life out of me but anyway so I had the best time living with my friends and living in Miami and stuff like that my vocal teacher my vocal coach was the most incredible guy like he was from New York and he was so nice and he was so patient and he was just like you guys are killing it like keep going I was like you're amazing like he made me feel really comfortable and he was really patient with me because he knew that I felt really shy when I got there and he didn't push me like he was just like I know I know you're gonna get it like you're gonna come out your comfort zone and what I would do is like I would be really shy like in the rehearsals with the group um and then I'd go home, go back to my apartment, belt it all out. And then I'd come back to do it with all the dancers and I'd just belt it all out. So he sort of just wasn't concerned because he was like, she's getting it. She's going to go away for an hour. She's going to smash it and then she's going to come back and she's going to smash it. But anyway, COVID comes around, right? And I'm hearing about it. I'm hearing about it. And I'm like, 
I could go home here. I could get sent home here. And everyone else is like, do you think we're going to get sent home? Do you think we're going to go? And I was like, oh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Like, oh my God, please. But um, yeah, so COVID comes around and there's all these rumors going around the building like, oh, this ship's been sent home and this ship's been sent home. And people were just gone out on the boat. And they'd been quarantined on the boat in the middle of the fucking ocean. And I was like, I'm not getting on that fucking shit, mate. I'm not getting, like, I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Do you know what I mean? So I was just, like, sort of going with the flow. And knowing that there was a possibility that I could get sent home made me feel very relaxed. And I was like, that should speak volumes to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I clearly am not right for this. Or at least not right now in my life. So we then got get told, okay, everyone needs to come in for a meeting tomorrow morning. And we're like, everyone's like, oh my God, like, do you think they're going to send us home? And I was just like, hopefully not, hopefully not. <laughs> we go into the meeting and they're like, okay, um, the US government has introduced a new law that says you're not allowed to be in a room full of 10 people or more. And I was like, there's 13 of us in this room right now as we speak. And then they were like, legally we cannot go ahead with rehearsals for the time being for the foreseeable and I was like so you're telling me I get to live in Miami and sunbathe for a bit gorgeous and I was like oh no I was having such a good time (laughs) (laughs) so we all got sent back to our apartments I fucking got my sun oil out I was bathing in that sun with my headphones in listening to my podcast on FaceTime to my mum like might be coming home she was like oh okay I think she knew deep down I was happy about that idea and then we get called in for a meeting the following day bearing in mind the night before the day before they were like we're not gonna send you home do not no one panic we're not gonna send you home and I was like thank god for that thank god for that but anyway I was just more like the way this is all looking on the news there's no way you're going to put us on that cruise ship the industry is going down for a bit do you know what I mean I felt so bad for everyone that just got on their ship I was like fuck I am so lucky that we are even just a week behind you right now so anyway we then um got called in the next day and they were like okay so we have been um advised by the government to postpone basically and I was like oh no what does that mean and they were like so we are we you are all going to be sent on the next flight home and everyone was in tears honestly I was like yes I mean oh (laughs) listen I am so grateful for the opportunity it was I had fun I had fun but it was not right for me at that time in my life it was not right. I think I was too young as well. Like I was literally like 21 or 22. I think I was 22. And I just was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready. And bear in mind, there were 18 year olds out there that were loving life. Couldn't drink though. Not out in public anyway. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I, I just knew this ain't for me. This is not for me. I don't want to do this. So when I got sent home, I was so relieved. I was so relieved. Um, And they were saying like, we're going to get you back out as soon as possible. And in my head, I thought, do you know what? I need to go home and take a deep breath because now I know what it's like. Now I know what I can expect. 
and also no one's forcing me to go back so I was a bit like I'm gonna go home be with my family you know especially with COVID I was I was scared like when I heard that it got to the UK I was like what the fuck is going on here like I wanted to be with my family right so as soon as I found out I was being sent home I was really relieved and really happy and then um yeah we literally bearing in mind all the flights were fucked okay and everyone I know every single person that was on my ship they all had like the most hectic connecting flights like one of my friends had to stop off in like Hong Kong and then somewhere else and someone had like a 12 over 12 hour layover and I was like oh my god I was so anxiously waiting to get my flight in my email fucking direct Miami to Gatwick (laughs) I said oh my god my plane is going down there is no way I've got that lucky I think that's the only direct flight on the planet right now and you're putting me on it it's going down it's going down (laughs) anyway on the way back to the airport sorry when I got to the airport I met I well I, I noticed a girl who looked very much like me like where the fuck am I going so I spoke to her and I was like are you she I don't know how I just knew she was British like I sometimes feel like a Brit can just spot a Brit do you know what I mean and I was like are you flying to Gatwick and she was like yeah and I was like oh my god me too and then we compared our tickets and she didn't have food or anything booked for her flight and mine said that I did (laughs) and I was like what the why am I getting all this special treatment (laughs) a direct flight got food um and I was like oh no I'm sure you've got food like there's no way they've booked you a flight like it's a 10-hour flight there's no way they've not booked you fucking food you know what I mean anyway she sat a totally different part of the plane from me like I was at the near the front and she was near the back and then when we got off I was like hey like, did you did you get your food she was like no I'm fucking starving I was like oh my god like I wish you came and found me I would have shared my sausage and mash <laughs> yeah and then I landed safely thank the heavens I was so scared like I truly believed that that was way too fucking good to be true but oh my god thank you universe for flying me home safe on a direct flight because my anxiety would not have been able to handle being stopped over anywhere I mean to be fair I'm quite good in them situations sometimes I something just comes over me I should fucking get on with it I should power through I suppose you've got to fight or flight in it but yeah that was very long-winded but I cannot tell you I have had questions about this whole cruise story for years I mentioned it on YouTube like two years ago maybe even longer now and I've had questions about it ever since and I've never really told an in-depth story about it like I'm all, I'm always just like oh yeah like I got a, jo- a job on a cruise ship I got sent home because COVID but I've had questions for so long so I thought why don't we have a proper story time okay next question sorry if that was really boring next question kind of relevant it's kind of relevant to the last question not like I guess it's kind of relevant <laughs> relevant to the previous question dream west end or broadway role Okay, so I genuinely think it's got to be Jenna in Waitress or Regina in Mean Girls or Janice in Mean Girls. Vocally, I feel like I'm either Janice or Regina, but I think looks-wise, I'd be able to do a good Janice look, like with the hair and makeup and the costume, I feel like because of my dark hair and I'm quite short. Whereas like Regina seems to be like a sexy, leggy blonde and I'm not sexy leggy blonde, I'm five foot three with dark hair, so I'd be a great Janice, I feel like, so yeah, they're my dream roles, okay, and next question is, when did you start becoming spiritual and trust in the universe, 
So I feel like when I first heard about manifesting, because that was the first thing I ever heard about, like the power of the universe and stuff. It was like law of attraction, manifestation. I was like, what is this law of attraction shit? And when I heard about it, I was like, well, yeah, I, I always do that. What are we talking about? Like, don't, doesn't everyone do that? And I thought it was just a common thing to be like, to envision something and, and think about it like it's yours and know it's coming and know you're on the right path. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I know I'm going to do shows when I'm older. Like I, I know I'm going to sing and I'm going to act and I'm going to do theater. Like I know that, like it's, it's not a question. And when I look back, I'm like, well, I guess that's manifesting, you know? And there's so many little things I did where I didn't realize at the time that I was manifesting. Um, and I just sort of knew, like I wrote something in my yearbook about like, oh, like I'll be on stage. Like it was like something about like being on stage. And like, yeah, I just like always had this passion of like, I just want to perform. Like I love performing. My passion is performing. I love to perform. And yeah, I just, since I was a kid and like, I would always pretend like, I know everyone pretends they're Hannah Montana, don't they? Like, you're like, no, Leah, no one fucking does that. We did, right? But I just sort of didn't grow out of that. <laughs> and still now to this day, I'm like, you get the limo out front. Do you know what I mean? So I think when I heard about it, I was a bit like, oh, like it has a name. Like I didn't really realize. Like I thought that was just a normal way of dreaming and and creating goals and ambitions. Like I thought that's the that's the way we had to think about it it was just like a natural way I thought about it and it wasn't until I got older that I realized I've accidentally manifested so many things into my life like like even for example like when I had this cruise ship job um and I'm shopping for bikinis before they've offered me a place on a ship because I was like well I'm going like I can see myself in Miami do you know what I mean I can see myself on the beach I'm gonna need a bikini so I guess that's still a form of manifestation. It's like, well, I can see it. I'm, and that thought is real in my head. I'm making it a real thing in my head. I can see it. It's happening. It's coming. I need to prepare. So yeah. Um, and then I think because of that, I just felt so connected to the whole idea of it. And I was like, that's me. That's that's what makes me. That's what helps me through my life. That's how I. That's how I feel about anything I dream of and goals that I have and stuff and. I've always believed in um, speaking things into existence. I've always believed that if you radiate negative energy and you treat people bad and you talk about people bad, you radiate and you you attract that same energy. I've always believed that if you're kind and if you treat people nicely and if you talk about people nicely, then that is what you attract in your life. Do you know what I mean? So yeah um crystals I go through phases with being like I'm gonna charge my crystals in in the full moon and and I'm gonna sleep with them under my pillow and then sometimes I'll just like have them near me just because I'm not really thinking too deeply about it but I like to always have them near me I go through phases with tarot sometimes like the whole of last summer I was I went a bit tarot mad to be honest my boyfriend probably he used to take the piss out of me saying I was a witch but that's not funny witchcraft is real <laughs> but, yeah like I do always do tarot readings and they was always really legit I've got a pendulum like I don't know it makes me feel comfortable I just enjoy it I just love it okay I will finish off with this one nice light-hearted one what is your favorite alcoholic drink so 
my favorite alcoholic drink um I'm very predictable like I'm a bit of a basic bitch like I love a Prosecco and I love a gin and tonic but my favorite cocktail all day is a Paloma or a margarita I love a tequila based drink I love a tequila based cocktails they're they're my favorite cocktails I also like a Tom Collins um but yeah my favorite is a Paloma but not everywhere does them which is kind of sad but they are my favorite it's like a pink grapefruit tequila agave lime gorgeous concoction 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 I don't know and margarita I love a margarita yeah really enjoy okay guys thank you so much for all your questions I'm sorry if the story of the cruise was really boring and really long but I honestly I didn't realize people were interested in that like I feel like it's not that interesting of a story but then I guess it is like if you're someone that wants to even know a little bit more about like the performing world and stuff it might have been a bit interesting or I don't know who knows but yeah I love you guys let's wrap up the episode okay everyone thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it remember next week is a never have i ever so come up with some sick ones if you want and i mean sick as in twisted (laughs) not sick as in sick 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 as in like how the fuck am i meant to choose so yeah i love you i hope you all have a really good weekend whatever it is that you're getting up to my aunt is coming down this weekend so really looking forward to that and i hope you are safe happy healthy wishing you all good energy good news positive vibes hugs kisses snogs and i love you be safe if you're getting drunk this weekend don't text your ex text me instead i can't shout because like i said my mum's asleep i don't want to wake her up so let's whisper this outro together guys okay three two one i love you planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 